Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is my partner in crime, Chris Bizignano, the beat writer for the Giant Insider. Chris, Giants are one in seven going to uh, San Francisco, or actually, I believe it's San Mateo, actually, is where the stadium is. Uh, funny, yeah. they, don't make a big, they don't make a big deal out of that like they do with the Giants. And, oh, they play in New Jersey. Right. Well, you're not even in San Francisco, but anyway. Yeah, not even near there. Right, and, and that's a, I'm starting off angry already. Um, yeah, I see that, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's what happens when you're, what, one and seven? And, uh, yeah. you know, but look, Dallas, um, I, I, I hate that I even say this out loud because people are going to kill me, but the division stinks. Um, Dallas loses Monday night. Washington oh, no. loses. Oh, no. You're not going there. No, no, no. No. But, oh, all right. I, you know, if the, Gi- <laughs> if the Giants were like three and five even, I would have hope. But one and seven, I, I don't. And, uh, you know, the Dallas plays Philly this weekend. And you know, we'll get into the picks later. But, uh, like, the Giants go in against a, you know, a San Francisco team that I, on, on paper is pretty good. I don't think they're nearly as bad as their record, bud. Do you? No, no, they've lost a lot of tough games this year. And, of course, they lost Garoppolo in uh, the third game. Um, so, no, nah, they've lost some heartbreakers, man. Um, they're, they're pretty decent. You know, I was looking at their roster again this week, and, you know, the, the defensive line is loaded with number one picks. You know, they added a veteran Sherman on the back end. Their offensive line, you know, they, they drafted McGlinchey, and they got Richburg from the Giants, and, you know, and they're not that bad. You know, their running attack is like second or third in the league now, and, um, but they've lost a lot of, you know, a lot of tough games, and um, they are what they are, I guess, right, Jerry? But you're, you're right, man. They, they are. They do have some talent on this team. McGlinchey, where did he play college ball? Oh, where else, bud? Oh, Fighting Irish, right? No, 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 today. I think they had, you know, him and Quentin Nelson, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> he was uh, an easy first round pick. It was, you know, he was he was anywhere between like ten and twenty five as far as where he was going to go. Right, um, but he was, um, yeah, yeah, a little surprised he went that high, but uh, yeah. working out for the Niners, playing pretty decent ball. And uh, Nick Mullins uh, had a, a hell of a game last week. I think it was his debut. Um, it was his rating was like one fifty one or something. He had three uh, three touchdowns, two hundred sixty yards, seventy two percent completion percentage. So um, you know, Bethard was okay. Uh, you know, he's, he's basically a, a, probably a career backup, but um, right away. Giant fans on Twitter are cracking me up, man. And I I don't make fun. I just laugh because it's funny because I, I think the same thing except other people say it. So what would you give up if you were the Giants for Nick Mullins? <laughs> and, of course, yeah. it's not going to happen. But you yeah. know, you watch the game and you're like, huh, Nick Mullins. Well, they're not going to need him next year. They have Garoppolo coming back. But he had a hell of a game his, his, yeah. his first one. Yeah. Uh, but then again, um, me and you could probably have a hundred quarterback rating against the Raiders right now. Um, yeah, the kid looked good, you know, but now there's some tape on him. You know, let's listen. I think Matt Flynn from years ago, if he's taught us anything, is like, let's just pump the brakes on a kid that comes in and plays ball right off the bat. You know, so, um, yeah, he showed talent, but, you know, the crazy talk about, oh, maybe we should look into him next year. I think we should all relax with that until this kid does it the rest of the year, you know. Um, even Kyle Shanahan said that in his conference call today. He said, yeah, listen, not his tape on him, you know, so uh, he's going to have to play better because now teams are going to know what's coming. One person they seem to like a lot over there, um, Weston Richburg. He's, uh, they, can't, they, they, they speak glowingly of him, Chris. 
Yeah, I saw Kyle. <laughs> he was asked about that today, Shannon. He's like, oh, we love him here. You know, he's one of the reasons why, um, you know, the, the rushing attack is so good and this and that. But you watch him on tape and he's been just, you know, okay. He's been nothing special, you know. Um, uh, Rich, he's, you know, even PFF has him rated below average. Um, so he's been all right. You know, like he was here, right, Jerry? Yeah, he pretty, was a pretty he was, decent player. He was pretty average, decent player. He was average to above average, not worthy of a second round pick. And, and I think the Giants, I, they talk about ruining quarterbacks. And I, I think this was a player who perhaps was a little ruined his rookie year when they played him at guard in favor of J.D. Walt. And I, I didn't understand spending a second round pick out of Colorado State on supposedly the best center in football and then playing him at guard because you wanted J.D. Walton to play center. J.D. Walton was terrible for the Giants. Right. Um, who's the who who GM of the Giants then? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Jerry Reese oh, right, had another right. fine. And, and, and one of these weeks, I'm going to go over the free agency debacle that was uh, Jerry Reese. Maybe, maybe if we lose a couple more and we have nothing else to talk about, we'll, we'll spend a, a whole podcast on people like CC Can't Cover Brown and uh, J.D. Walton and Brandon Myers and oh, the, the list goes on. But um, yeah, Richburg was average to above average. I thought the Giants misused him his rookie year, but... Then he couldn't stay healthy. It seemed he had a few injury yeah. issues, and he was okay with us. Listen, I, he was a nice, yeah, he was a nice player with us, Jerry, but not really worthy of a second contract. Uh, you know, so, um, so how do you see the Giants' defense matching up against this offense? Like, what what are what are some of the key matchups you're looking for this week? Well, we're gonna have to get. I mean, I know they haven't done it all year, but you know, anytime a rookie kid comes in, uh, I should say a, a new kid comes in. You're going to have to get pressure on them, but that's something the Giants haven't done. But, you know, the 49ers have given up 31 sacks. Right. Um, that's a lot. I mean, it's the same, <laughs> same as the Giants, right? So as much of how well they have run blocked, they have not pass protected as well. Right. Um, so that's going to be, listen, uh, there's a couple of things. One, they have an excellent tight end. And if, you, if everybody – Oh, yeah, they if do. People, if people don't know him, you're going to see him Monday night and – I wrote it in the Giant Insider, you know, the preview for the game. He's an up-and-coming star, and George Kittle, uh, you know, and he's really playing well. Forty-one catches, three touchdowns, the whole deal. And we all we all know how weak the Giants are; they could never seem to cover a tight end, right? Yep. Um, so the key is going to be stopping this running game because uh, Matt Breida has played excellent. You know, they're going to have a guy who goes over the top a little bit, Marquise Goodwin. I'm sure Shanahan's going to try that a few times and getting pressure on Mullins. They're going to have to, you know, get some heat on this kid. The Raiders, believe it or not, they played a team, Jerry, last week that is more horrific in getting to the quarterback than we are yeah. And the Raiders. Yeah. They only have seven sacks. We only have ten. Now, to your you real know? quick, to your point about Kittle, he's like head and shoulders above all the other receivers. He's the tight end. He was a mm. fifth-round pick out of Iowa uh, in the draft that we got Ingram. And to find someone like that in the fifth round is, you know, kudos to John Lynch and just shows you yeah. the job he's doing over there. He's got 400 more yards than the next receiver, which is Pierre Garçon, who mm -hmm. has 286. So mm -hmm. speaks volumes to his ability and, and yeah. kind of not coming out of nowhere. I guess he had a good year last year, but I mean, he's really uh, stepping into his own this year. Yeah, and I, I really like him. Um, and John Lynch with a nice middle round draft pick. I think we've discussed that before, right? Yeah. Middle round draft picks yeah. build football teams. Yep. Okay? Something that Jerry Reese could never do, yeah. right? Yeah. Middle round draft picks. So yeah. 
Yeah, he's a real good player, Jerry. Um, you know, Mullins is going to look for – he's obviously going to be a security blanket for Mullins Monday night. It always is, right? With, rookie, with young quarterbacks, they look for that that tight end that could move the sticks a little bit. And um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if the Giants could slow him down. And it'll be interesting to see what they do against this kid uh, Monday night. You know, hopefully Betcher comes at him a lot. We'll see. Um, Giants on offense. Giants have the ball. Uh, how do you see this playing out? You think they're sticking to the run this week finally? Probably not. <laughs> Been asking for it for eight weeks. Uh, why should it change now? You know, uh, but you know this is a forty-nine team. That could, you know, they do have twenty-four sacks. They could get to the quarterback a little yeah, bit, right? You know, they have, you know the the Forest Buckner's an excellent, excellent player up front. He's yeah, got he five and a half, and yep. you know they got some talent up front. So it's going to be quite a challenge for the Giants' offensive line. You know, uh, Solomon Thomas, number one pick. You know, he's up front, and listen. Jerry, I've said it on Twitter numerous times. Bob Papa said it the other day on his show. Got to run the ball, man. You know, if you can't pass protect, you have to run the ball. And even if you're not running it, even try to stick with it. You know, go back on the – put Eli back on the center. Do some play action. Yeah. Been calling for it all year, Jerry. Um, Sherman, how many times have we heard Sherman say after the game, oh, I think we should have stuck with Saquon a little bit more running – I don't know, bud. To me, I look at it like let's make the game plan running the ball and then work the pass off that. But, you know, we haven't seen it yet. So why should we see it Monday night? Yeah, I, you know, it's not like the, the, the 49ers secondary is too scary either, right? I mean, Richard Sherman's a shell of himself, right? Yeah, Sherman's all right. You know, you know, he, he hasn't been the same player for like th- three years now. You know, yeah, and and if the, so if the Giants can pass, I mean – yeah, it'd be nice to see them sticking to the run, but uh, like you said, that maybe the play action setting up for the pass and maybe attacking a team for once. And I, I don't know, man. I don't usually feel good about the Giants, <laughs> but I actually, and we'll get to the prediction uh, in a bit, but I actually feel good about this game for some reason. And maybe it's because they've been off right. for two weeks and I haven't seen them. But right. like I said, this team does stick with every they, – they're, they're in every game they play. And with the exception of one, right? Uh, and, and it seems like in the fourth quarter is kind of where it all goes to crap. But uh, it's going to be an interesting matchup. I mean, look, yeah, two. The, the NFL, the NFL is definitely bummed about how the yeah. records are. But yeah, they're making enough money. I'm not too worried about that. But, <laughs> but I, I tell you, I tell you what. Um, to to Coach Sherman's credit, Jerry. Yeah. Um, at the practice, um, a couple of days ago. Um, I'll be there tomorrow. Um, the locker room, I tell you what, these guys are still working pretty hard, Jerry. They're, they're working hard. I saw the enthusiasm beginning of practice, the first one back after the bye. Um, so, listen, Sherman has not lost these guys at all. You know, they're working hard. I no, mean, has you know, You know how it is, Jerry. Once, you know, a team goes seven and eight and, you know, things, you know, guys don't come with the effort as much you know they, they, they dread in the practice they dread and they start looking for the finish line in the season already not the case at all i don't sense that at all with this team um which is you know that's a credit to coach, coach sherman now uh you know as much as you say things about coach sherman you know, maybe some management issues the whole thing got to give the guy credit he's holding his team together and they're, yeah. and they're still busting their butt for him yeah and we've said that they said it, it you know we, we didn't give him a very good grade for the season but his players are playing for him and it's not like last year where when things got bad, it got real bad. And the players stopped playing for McAdoo. It's not the case this year. These guys are fighting hard. 
mm-hmm. just think it's a case of a lot of guys just aren't talented enough. But Giants made a couple of roster moves that uh, were a little – one of them was head-scratching. They cut, what, Quadri Henderson and then re-signed mm. him to the practice squad. Yeah. Um, and they, they activated R.J. McIntosh. So you were talking about mid-round picks. I, I don't know if he's going to get in the game um, Monday mm-hmm. night, but it, it, you know, he'll get in there down the stretch. He's someone I, I was intrigued by when they drafted him. He's got a lot of ability. He had the thyroid issue. Had a mysterious mm-hmm. injury early on. It kind of stuck with him. But I think he's someone who has the size and the ability from what we saw, at least in his college clips at Miami. He could be someone who could be effective and, and, and just part of that defensive line rotation. Yeah, yeah, no question. I got to be honest with you, Joe. I didn't think I was going to see this kid all year. No, I mean, you know. Um, but I did ask Coach Sherman the other day in the press, you know, are you going to activate it? Because that was the last day they could. It's, it's week eight now, right? I mean, eight games are in. So he had to make a, they had to make a decision on him. Um, and they did, you know, they act, uh, they put him on the roster and, and, you know, like you said, they, they cut Henderson and brought him back. They put him back on a practice squad. Um, what, what was the point of that move? Um, well, they needed a spot, Jerry. For McIntosh. They needed a spot for McIntosh. Um, I was a little surprised cause I did, you know, I thought Henderson showed a I little he was the bit, best one by a mile this year, returning kicks. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, Antonio Hamilton has been pretty good on special teams. That's why he didn't get it. Yeah. Um, if you know, he's been pretty active on special teams, Hamilton. Yeah. He's been pretty decent. Um, so I guess they rolled the dice, Jerry, that nobody would, you know, yeah, claim Henderson. So nobody like, and, and you can't re- and, and to your point, you can't release someone from the practice squad and replace from the practice squad. So they released no. Henderson, moved uh McIntosh to the active roster, then signed Henderson to the practice squad and cut uh Jarrell Presley from the practice squad. Yeah. So Yes, so right now, Henderson, right, right. Um, You're in the locker room. Uh, Mm -hmm. Obviously, a a big subject this week was Kyle Lalletta. What'd you you find out there, bud? I found a a young man that was very, very remorseful, Jerry. Yeah. For his actions, okay? Now, I'm a pretty good, I, I like to consider myself a pretty good judge of, you know, people that are full of crap Yeah. when they talk and people that are not full of crap when they talk. Um, I saw a kid that realized he made a huge mistake. Didn't blame anybody else, which everybody loves to do in today's society, right? Yep. Uh, oh, no, it wasn't my fault. You know, it was this guy's fault. It was that one's fault. It was this, you know, he took full responsibility yeah. for his actions. Now, obviously, his actions were not good. Um, it's not something you want to see. But let's not forget, please, you know, he is a kid. Yeah. All right. And uh, we've all made mistakes, not necessarily in the same you know, level as, you know, ignoring a cop's order and, you know, almost kind of like hitting him as you as you try to get away and the whole deal. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But the kid is, you know, he, he, he regrets everything he did. Uh, he, he apologized to the organization, the players. And the way I look at it, he'll have to deal with that on a legal end, him and his lawyer. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, Jerry, I think I speak for you, too. It's time to move on. Yeah, totally. Um, um, and the Giants, you know, Sherman, the Giants aren't going to punish him for this either, it looks like. No, they're not suspending him. They, yeah. they, it looks like they hit him with a fine internally that Coach Sherman is not going to get into. And it was pretty funny, Jeff, is that the thing that bought to me, obviously Sherman was not happy with the whole right. situation, you sure. know, uh, the traffic violations and all that, mm-hmm. and the whole thing with the police and all that. But the thing that <laughs> – Questioning Sherman the other day, the thing that seemed like it really irked him <laughs> was that he was not at the facility at like 6 yeah. in the morning. Yeah, I remember you, you, know? you sent out a, a tweet, quarterback should not be late. Right. Um, 
you know, I got to know Coach Sherman. Obviously, we all get to know Coach Sherman, all of us in the media, from being around him every every day and now for a long time now, you know, since last spring. And and I could kind of tell when Sherman gets – when something irks him. You know what I mean, Jerry? When something yeah. gets under the skin. Yeah. And obviously, the whole action, what happened, the whole incident got – you know, he was not happy with. But the thing that <laughs> – the thing that seemed like it really – when somebody asked him, well, you know, not for anybody, he's a quarterback. Why is he late? And Sherman's like – you could tell Sherman was pissed off at that. Like he basically said, "Yeah, they're supposed to be here early." Yeah, you know. And he was, you know, so you know, listen, Eli's there, the first in the building, right? The guy's 15 years in the league. He's yeah. he might be going to Canton. Yep. And he's the first one in the building, and and Kyle Olette is not the first one in the building, and he's and that's not a good sign, Jerry. You know, it's not a good sign, and I think uh, you know Sherman and Gettleman, the whole organization, not happy about that. Now, Shermer. Uh, made the point of saying that basically Eli's the starter Monday and we'll yeah. go from there. I mean, yeah. do, do you look, look at that as they're going to move, they're going to make Laletta more involved and, and maybe look to get him in, in a few weeks. If things go wrong, maybe Monday night. Yeah. Yeah. I do look at it like that. Yeah. Yep. Um, I look at it as like, okay, Eli is starting Monday, but if this, you know, if this offense can't get going, if you can't get him in the end zone, if the red zone, you know, is still very, very poor, I think they're 31st in league in efficiency right now. You know, if that continues, I am going to make the change. That's that's the impression I got. And there. Tanny is still the number two, right? Yeah, he's still number two. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know if Loretta, you know, if the incident didn't happen with Loretta, I don't know if he would have been the number two Monday night. I, I, I can't tell you that. Right. But, he, uh, but I think that really cost him this week as far as having a chance for uh, backing up Eli Monday night. Yeah, my instinct all along was that he would be playing against the Bucks at home. I don't know if he would do that now. It's only what, jeez, um, mm-hmm. l- less than uh, less than two weeks away. So I don't even know if that would be the case. Then after the Bucks, when do they? I, I don't know. I, I don't have the schedule in front of me. I don't know if they Eagles. Oh uh, yeah. So he's not playing that game. He'll probably play the following game, whoever that is. If it's even if it's away, mm. I could see him maybe getting in that game. We'll I, I think I that's mean, the bear. I think that's the Bears. Oh, the yeah. Bears at home. So better yet, but right. good, good defense. But hey, he's going to have to get in sooner or later. And look, I'm I'm going to be rooting for Manning Monday night. I hope he does well. Um, right. But, but one of the things that could allow this offense to be a little better is, is Jamon Brown uh, at guard and Spencer mm-hmm. Bully staying at center. Going to be interesting to see how he plays. And good kid. I mean, he went from an undefeated or previously undefeated team. Uh, to to us now, and you know our record is what it is. We had a great attitude about it, and he's uh, you know could be someone long term that if he works out, we we sign him. And look, I don't care how we get our players. I don't care if they're off the scrap heap of other teams. I don't care if we draft them, but as long as we can improve the line, and he seems like a massive upgrade over what we had so far this year. Yeah, listen, Jamon played pretty good ball for the Rams the last few years. Yeah. You know, he got to, you know, he was suspended at the beginning of the year for a couple of games for the substance abuse thing. And then he lost his job to Blythe. You know, uh, Blythe, Blythe has been playing right guard over him, but you know, he's no slouch this kid. You know, he's a ma- and he's a mammoth human being, Jerry. Oh my god. So, <laughs> he is a big boy and he's he's a little athletic now. You know, he can get out there a little bit. So, um, listen, it's an upgrade over Greco. It's no question about it. And I could tell you this, Jerry. Yeah. I could tell you this from some people I talk to inside the building. Sherman and Gettleman are crazy about him. Good. You know, they really feel they got a steal here. So time will tell. We'll see. You know, I'll be some. I gotta be honest with you, Jerry. I'll be surprised if he's not starting Monday night. I think he will be. Starting. Oh, I think he will too. I think there's no question. I think they're dying to have him start. Um, 
We're not doing Twitter questions tonight. We'll do that next week. But someone brought up a Giants Dreamer. And with this point, he is dreaming, but I, I love it anyway. Uh, brought up Russell Wilson uh, being a free agent. I don't know, next year, the year after, whatever. Would you be interested? <laughs> and first off, it's not happening. I don't think Seattle would let it happen. But also, I, I'm so tired. I, I just don't want to pay my quarterback 20 plus million for a while. I, I need like a, a four to five year reprieve of this <laughs> because I just, I think these teams that win it now are winning it with younger guys who aren't hitting that first contract where they're almost debilitating their teams to the point where, I mean, look at like Aaron Rodgers, right? He makes a lot of money that, and the rest of the team suffers. Same with Russell Wilson. Right? He got that big contract and not saying they're not worthy of it. These quarterbacks are. The quarterback is the most important position on the team, but if you can win a Super Bowl within your first five years of a guy joining your organization as a, as a draft pick, it sets you up so much better. And anyway, that's my spiel on that. And look at the look at where the team with the feathers on their helmet are. You know, Carson Wentz is in his third mm-hmm. year. They won it in his second. He's not going to get a contract yeah. probably till his fifth or sixth. So they can stockpile the rest of that roster uh, until they have to pay him. So to answer any questions about Dave, about uh, Derek Carr, Russell Wilson. I don't want to pay a quarterback 20 plus million, not because they're not worth it, but because the rest of the roster is so depleted with talent. We have to build up everything. So. Yeah, no question about it, Jerry. No question about it. I think the Giants are right now. They're at a point in the organization where they do not want to deal with a 20 plus million dollar quarterback for the next five years. You know, and you bring up a perfect example of the Philadelphia Eagles, right? Wentz is on the rookie deal. And they're doing some things over there. You know, they're, they're bringing guys in the whole deal. So, and if, you, and if you look at the other teams, like Brady, okay, he doesn't take 20 million. It's like yeah, Brady doesn't take 20 plus. Right. Yeah. When, when, when um, you look at the Super Bowl champions of the, of the recent past, Russell Wilson won it in his rookie deal, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just, it sets you up so much better. I'm not sure about um, Baltimore if, if uh, Flacco was still in his. Flacco was in his rookie deal. Exactly. So there yeah. you go. Like it's yes, just he was. that those numbers are, work out for a reason. So I love Russell Wilson. I think he's one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league. I watch him and I think, my God, he he makes plays where there aren't any. He's mobile. Yeah. He's accurate. He can launch the ball a mile. But like, yep. look at the Chiefs, right? Patrick Mahomes. They got him for another mm. two to three years under this deal. Jared Goff. If they can do something with him, there's a reason why those teams are are stacked. And it's because they haven't paid their quarterback yet. But anyway, let's uh, let's get off that. Let's get to the picks this week. And since we moved to Thursday, we can actually pick the Thursday night game now. So kudos man, to you. Uh, man, you are always thinking there, Foley. Well, always thinking. I get Mrs. Twelfth Man. I give her credit, not me. Anyway. Oh, okay. Um, thank you, Mrs. Twelfth. But thank you, Chris. Um, Panthers at Steelers tonight. Who do you like? Well, finally, a, a pretty good Thursday night game, right? Yeah, an interconference. <laughs> thank God. Yeah, this is a good game. These are two hot teams right now. This is a really interesting game, man. I, I tell you, Panthers are really playing well. Yep. Um, Steelers, you know, they're, they're really playing well. Main reason why, is, you know, their defense is playing well. This, you know what? I'm going to go with Pittsburgh because it's a home game. I tell you what, Jay, it wouldn't surprise me if the Panthers came out of there with a win. But I'll, I'm going to go with the Steelers. I think you're smarter than me, but I'm going to go with the Panthers because I'm rooting for them because I can't stand no, the Steelers. Good, and that's a good pick. I have Cam Newton on my fantasy team. so I know Why can't you stand the Steelers, by the way? Because their fans are, are Northeast frauds. And what I mean by that is you can be a Yankees-Giants. You can be Yankees-Giants. How about a Red Sox? Yeah, that's, that's still the Northeast. How, no, no, no. Okay, hang on, hang on. Let me, let me finish. <laughs> you, you can be Jets, Islanders, Jets. You can mix up the New York teams. Or teams close by. But when you're like Yankee Steelers, you're just, you didn't try. 
with picking a team. You just said, oh, I like the team that wins the most. You can be Yankees, Jets, Yankees, Giants. It's fun. I'm Yankees, Giants. I'm a New York fan. But when you're picking te- like you like the Red Sox, Chris, you like them when they didn't win. So it's different. Oh, please. I know. Trust me. But, yeah. but, but like when, when you're Steelers, Yankees, Dallas, Yankees, I just, I think you're the most evil fan on earth. I just, I, I don't understand how you live with yourself. I mean, I wow. hate the Eagles, but at least it makes sense when you're a Phillies Flyers Eagle fan. You're just a dirtbag, but at least I have some respect for you. When you're Yankees and, you know, Yankees, Steelers, what are you like, the Montreal Canadiens too? Come on, give me a break. Anyway, I'm going with the Panthers, damn it. Um, Redskins at Buccaneers, one o'clock game Sunday. Redskins at Bucks. Well, if you saw the Redskins, um, they lost their offensive line. Yeah, uh, they did. Oh my god. They lost they Sean Lovello. He's done for the year. Brandon Sheriff, he's done for the year. Trent Williams is out another couple of weeks. They're really in bad shape. I tell you what, you know, Tampa Bay is three and five. Fitzpatrick's playing again. I'm gonna go with Tampa. I think they're gonna they're gonna beat the Redskins. Yeah, I'm not a believer in the Redskins. I think there's one team in this division better than all of them, and unfortunately we're gonna have to live with it again. Um I'm with you, but I I'm going Buccaneers. Cardinals, <laughs> 16 and a half point underdog Cardinals at Chiefs. Who do you like in that one? <laughs> well, I like the Cardinals. I think they're going to, uh, no, I'm going to go. <laughs> by the way, I'm going to go with the Chiefs, obviously, but would you give up the 16 and a half, Jerry? I think the Chiefs might win by 30. Okay, fair enough. I just think I, I'm a believer in Mahomes and Reed, and I think Andy Reed has his quarterback that he's always wanted. I, I think they may win by 30 points. That nice. sounds good. Uh, this is a barn burner, although I'm hard on the Jets. I'm sorry. Uh, Bills at Jets, 1 o'clock. Even Jet fans would say this game's going to stink. But anyway, Bills at Jets. Um, I'm going to go with the Jets. Yeah. Because McCown's better than Sam Donald right now. So McCown's well, going yeah. to touch and they're going to beat the Bills. Yeah, I, 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 the Bills are a horrible team. I'm going with the Jets, too. I I, uh, I think the the spread is, is six and a half in that. I'm not the big into spreads. I'm not a, a gambler. Um, But – I I thought it would be more even because I think the Bills are that bad. I'm going with the Jets. Uh, Jaguars at Colts. I'll tell you, this was a tough one. Look at this back and forth. I mean, Colts have won two in a row. They're actually playing better than the Frank Reich, man. But um, I'm going to go with the better defense, a little better defense in this one with the Jaguars. I'm with you. I, I think they're going to come uh, off the the – downward spiral that they're on i'm gonna go yeah. with the, i think fournette's coming back too um i'm gonna go with the jaguars as well lions at bears um this is a, you know man this is a tough one too lions gave up 10 sacks last week i think max playing this week i don't know for sure um i'm gonna go to bears i'm gonna go with a home team here but a real close one i'm a believer in the bears i'm, I'm rooting for them to win that division i don't know if they will but um I like their team, and I, I another guy, Mitch Trubisky, who took a huge leap his second year so far. Uh, I'm a believer in the Bears. I'm going with the Bears, too. Saints at Bengals. Oh, it's outside. It's outside, Chris, so keep that in mind. Saints at Bengals. Well, um, <laughs> I know where you're going with that one. I'm not even going to touch that one. Um, I'm going to go with the future first ballot Hall of Fame of Drew Brees. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. But it's going to be a <laughs> trap game for the Saints, and it's outside. It's going to be a little cold for Drew. I'm going with the Bengals. Are you? Have you lost your mind? Well, let's mark it down. Or okay, as, all right. Or as a, pop, right, as right, a popular radio guy, you say, I'm just happy I don't know you. 
I'm happy I don't owe you dinner from a couple of weeks ago that the Giants got that last garbage touchdown to cut it within seven there. Yeah, no I, matter, I bet you the 10 point thing. <laughs> I'm still going with the Bengals. Uh, Patriots at Titans. I, I, is this, I mean, Jerry, is this one interesting game or what? I mean, so many ex New England guys over in Tennessee. Mike Vrabel's the head coach. I tell you, this game is so intriguing. Titans beat up on Dallas Monday night. I didn't expect that at all. And but the, pa- you, the Patriots Fra- are playing an average team on the road. There's a surprise. Yeah, uh, I tell you, Vrabel's got these guys, their defense playing hard, man. But but it's Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, so I'm going to New England. You know what, man? I'm going to go Titans, and I for exactly why you said. Um, All right, I like This it. might be like a like a like when Josh uh, McDaniel embarrassed this gonna- himself after the win against the Broncos and he did that stupid fist pump. But I, yeah. I think that I think Tennessee can uh, take this team. Uh, I, you think uh, – uh, I'm sorry, Jerry. Go ahead. No, no. I'm Go ahead. You think maybe Malcolm Butler is going to be pumped up for this game? <laughs> I think a lot of guys are going to be pumped for this game. I think Vrabel's one of them. I, I, I like Mariota, man. I, I know he hasn't – he's shown signs where he may be you know, heading towards mediocrity, but still a believer in him. Um, I'm going Titans in this one. Uh, still Upset, to, huh? Yeah, Big upset two, two upsets I, I got there. For I like me. it, yeah. Bengals, no Bengals game, you got no chance. Forget. Okay, we'll see. I'll be, I'll be tweeting a lot if the Bengals are winning. <laughs> Uh, I've been getting a lot of Texas too. Oh, 100%. Last of the ones, Falcons at Browns. I tell you, man, uh, obviously the Falcons here. Browns are going in another direction. Um, They got that buffoon as a head coach. Greg Williams running the show now. Um, (laughs) I tell you what, the Falcons are really playing well. I mean, it did hang on to beat us. You know, uh, not hang on, but they did beat us. Yeah. And then they they really whipped up on the Redskins. They see, their defense seems to be tightening up, even you know even though they've lost three key guys. But Dan Quinn is doing his thing down there. I like the Falcons in that one. I'm with you, and you have to patent the word buffoon, or at least the way you say it. So you have to start oh, thinking okay. about that and putting a government patent on that because that's awesome. <laughs> the first of the fours, first of the fours, Chargers at Raiders. Oh my God, I think I think me and you could get you know nine guys together and probably beat the Raiders right now. That team is a total, complete mess. Um, actually speaking to an ex-Raider this week in a giant locker room, and he he basically said, man, you know, it's just a lot of stuff going on over there now. Not not None of it's really good. Bruce Irvin begged off the team, finally got his wish. Yeah, <laughs> that, and that's, that's an interesting point. Everyone said cut. And you said that this player, do the math, everyone, who the former Raiders are in that locker room, and then narrow it down. <laughs> you said this player said that, Bruce Irvin begged for his yes. release. Yeah, I know that for a fact. Bruce Irvin begged for three weeks to get out of town. And, of course, it's always official, right? They, they release him. That's what it's called. But, yeah. Bruce, believe me, folks, Bruce Irvin was not crying when he was finally released from the Raiders. Uh, Chargers, Jerry, in this one. Chargers are really playing well. Yeah, they are. Chargers uh, by uh, at least 10, probably 20. Uh, Seahawks at Rams. I, I, You know, the Seahawks... They play the Rams tough. They lost. They lost by a field goal to them early in the year. Uh, I know it was in Seattle, but I, I like the Rams. But I don't think it's going to be a blowout like some people think it is. But I do like the Rams. Yeah, hey, I don't think it's going to be a blowout either. But I love um, the Rams this week because of the the fact that they lost last. I think they're pissed. Um, so if nothing else, I like the Rams. Dolphins at Packers. Oh, I like the Packers to rebound this week. Uh, Dolphins, you know this. The only team they probably could have beat last week was the Jets, the way they played. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Packers. Me too, and I'm not a big believer in the Packers. Um, 
a very overrated team. It's all Aaron Rodgers, it seems, or nothing. But uh, <clears throat> then, like you said, man, the Dolphins stink. And I don't know if – I guess it's – is it Osweiler again there? I don't even know. I, yeah, the other guy, uh, Tan, Tannehill's shoulder still bothering him. I don't expect Tannehill back this year. I think it's going to be Osweiler the rest of the year. Yeah, so uh, Packers it is. Sunday night, the uh, the forces of evil come together and where no one really wins or loses, it's just an evil matchup for three hours in the city of brotherly hate, Dallas at Philly. Yeah. Um, man, I became friends with two Eagle fans since I moved out here. Believe it or not, I can't no, believe I, I, know. Have- I have. I always say, real quick, I say 90% of Eagle fans are just horrible human beings, but there's right. 10% that are okay. And when, right. they're in, when they're in the stadium, those 10% they still laugh at the 90% beating up people and throwing up on people yeah. and beating up little kids and laughing. But the 10% yeah. are, are redeemable human beings. So I'm with you. There. Right. Right. Yeah. I actually have a few uh, that are actually somewhat human. You know, yeah. they actually have two legs. Uh, um, <laughs> Not hooves. So, uh, right. They actually have two legs. They don't walk around, you know, they don't crawl four legs and the whole deal. And, you know, and they don't go to the bathroom in the backyard. But I could tell you this. They are really excited about Golden Tate coming over. The Eagles think they got that other piece that they're going to make a run, and I I, I tend to agree with them. <laughs> In a way, I think they're going to no, do enough I to agree. win this division. I like them too. I, I like I, the Eagles, but I think they're going to do enough to win the division because they gave up very little to get Tate, not like a first round pick for an average or above average receiver at Amari Cooper. Jerry, Jerry, what did they give up for him exactly? I, I don't I'm know. Was, a blank. I, think, I think it was a fourth or a was six. it a four? Okay, I'm totally drawing a blank right now. Okay, but it wasn't like a three, right? It wasn't high in it. It was, it was like a four above, right? I think it was a four. I'm gonna have to okay. look it up. I gotta look that one up. Okay, go ahead. I, I don't know, but I I thought it was a great trade for them and. He's someone they, they've been running that bubble screen a lot. And oh, Alshon Jeffrey and, and Nelson Aguilar are not good at it. You'd think Jeffrey would be, but Aguilar is a deep threat. Now they have a guy who can run it in Golden Tate. Oh, yeah. So, That's a specialty. That go- that bubble screen is his specialty, man. Him and Stafford love that. Oof. And the only other thing is uh, Darren Sproles is still out. He was supposed to come back, and now he's hurt. Carson Wentz was on the injury list for a while for with a back issue, but now he's okay. Yeah. Yeah, but, sure um, that. yeah, yeah, dude. I just I'm scared of the Eagles now. As far as they're going to win the division again, I don't think they're going to have the year they had last year. But until they're out, until they are dead, I am not. Um, I'm not going to sleep well. Right. I like the Eagles too. Probably by twenty. Well, the bright the bright spot is that they're not going to have home field advantage this year, Jerry. So that's one good, right? Good point. Uh, right. One good. All right, buddy. Monday night, New York Football Giants at 49ers. I'm going first. Go ahead. These teams, uh, you look, the NFL is obviously mad. It's one and seven against, I think, two and seven. This is going to be supposed to be the battle for you know, a top five pick. The Giants have been a major disappointment. The 49ers are, um, I think they're a much better team than the Giants, but with Garoppolo out, um, you know, they, they've fallen to, to two and seven. But I'm telling you right now, man, I like the Giants this week. I like the mojo in the locker room. I like Jamon Brown, J- Jamon Brown coming over. I think Manning is going to have maybe one last stand as a quarterback, or at least this will be the, the first of a few that he has if this is his last year. I don't know. I got a feeling uh, they're going to hand the, they're going to stick to the game plan of giving the ball to Barkley uh, more than 13 times. I am going with the Giants, and I'm going with a late drive to win it. I don't know if it's a field goal or a touchdown. I'm going with the New York Football Giants. Okay. Um, 
And I don't usually, because it's usually you talking about yeah, the ledge. Yeah, I, I know. This time, believe it or not, I've been going with the Giants the last few weeks. They made me look like a total and complete buffoon. Um, I'm going to go with the 49ers, but uh, last year was C.J. Bethard beating us in San Francisco. Nobody expected that. Matter of fact, they didn't even have a win until he beat us last year. And now I'm going to go with their other kid that came out, coming off the bench, this Nick Mullins guy. Um, Giants are horrific on prime time. Um. I'm going to go with the four. I hate to do this, but I'm going to go with the 49ers. No, it's fine. I don't blame you. you. Know, I'm going to go with the 49ers. Oh, by the way, Tate was for a third-round pick, so a 30-year-old player. Oh, it was a third-round. Yeah, okay, I thought it was, it was fourth for some reason. So yeah, so did I. Okay. 30-year-old player, 30-year-old receiver for a third-round pick. You know, the Eagles are thinking once all they need to do – this is the kind of move where they think it, all they need to do is get in the playoffs, and then they can uh, make some noise. But, yeah, man, I'm, I'm going G-Men. We'll see what happens. The year has not gone the way we want, obviously, but uh, – I don't know, man. I have faith in the team this week for some stupid reason. They're going to let me down again. But I'm already in my mind going, if we went eight in a row, you know, we go nine and seven. We can we can do this. And I'm stupid. But I that's what that's <laughs> called being a fan. That's that's why we do this. But uh, anyway, buddy, any parting shots for me? Or, I mean, other than the fact well, that you're, you you're, you're going to be wrong, after, gonna be wrong on, the, on the Bengals Saints. But go ahead. After that last statement, you might want to, you know, slow down on a crack cocaine. You know, um, it's, it's really not wise to do it. You know, it's not good for the family. It's not good for your health and the future and your, and your job. So uh, so next time you've got that glass pipe in your mouth, you might want to just throw it aside and say, OK, I quit. Let me listen to Chris on this one. All right. Um, no, that's about it, buddy. You're going to be, you know, the Bengals. I don't know what you got against Breeze, the greatest guy in the world, good family guy. I don't know what you have against him, but he's going to make you look bad against Sunday, probably when he lights up the Bengals. All right, guys. And he's got Des. And he's got Des Bryant, who'll probably have two touchdowns. All, the, all the more reason to hate Drew Brees and the Saints. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's going to throw, throw up that X like it means anything. Him and his 4.940 yard dash now. Uh, but anyway. And, and you know what, Jerry? The yeah. Eagles, you know, they're going to do their thing with Golden Tate. That's going to help them, no question about it. But I, I, got, I mean, I'm probably going to be wrong on this, but I can't see them going on the road in January in a dome in New Orleans or Los Angeles and knocking them off. You know? Oh, but, trust me. If the Eagles go to a dome in New Orleans. Who are you rooting for, by I, the way? I will be the biggest Drew Brees fan. I'm, okay. I'll, I'll, even, I'll even get a jersey of Drew Brees that week. I, I Trust me. How about Des? You got a jersey of Des? Uh, Yes, I would love it. Wow. I would name my next pet Des. <laughs> oh my god. There you have it, folks. There you see the hatred Mr. Foley has for the Eagles. That he'll actually get a Des. Let me could you, how about this for the for the followers, everybody listening to our podcast? If Des gets a winning touchdown, the winning touchdown against the Eagles in January to knock them out, Jerry, do you get a Des jersey? Yes or no? Yes. There you have it, folks. The man of his word. I will wear, it one, I'll wear it one day, though, because my closet is filled with about 40 giant jerseys. I'm, I'm that right. nerd. But I will. I'll wear it one day. And, and then I, put it know, on I'll, Twitter. I'll, I'll give and it then to charity. I'll give it to charity. Right. So anyway, guys, <laughs> be sure to order your copy of the Giant Insider newspaper. Go to www.giantinsider.com or visit magster.com for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R.com. Yearly subscriptions are $39.95 for paper copies, and the digital version is only $17 for a yearly subscription. Our next podcast is going to be actually Tuesday, not Monday, because the Giants play Monday, at 8 p.m. November 13th, where we recap the Monday night matchup against the 49ers, and we'll take your Twitter questions that day. So if the Giants lose, I'm sure they'll be filled with vitriol. If they win, they'll probably still be filled with vitriol. But uh, thanks for listening, everyone, to the Giant Insider Podcast. I'm Jerry Foley. He's Chris Bizignano, and he's got uh, line dancing to go to right now. 
Yeah, and yeah, I'm putting the cowboy boots on in about two minutes. Hey, just one quick thing, Jerry. Yes. One quick thing. Yeah. Uh, my favorite Twitter handle. Yeah. Tank Commander Mara. Yeah, and he never asked <laughs> questions. We told him. I like, asked him. He said he was going to do it because I absolutely. I told him I was going to mention him on the podcast just for me to just so I could say that Tank Commander Mara. I love that name. So Tank Commander, I'm going to reach out to you on Twitter. Make sure you send the question in. Yeah, I mean we're giving him a free shout out, and he's not asking any damn questions but uh that's a good one um i love that name all right guys sundays are giant days and this week monday night is giants night take care everybody bye bye everybody